tonight. We examine the depths and depravity of beyond parody intersectional feminist media. I'm Roaming Millennial and you're watching Uncensored. Welcome back to the show. Today we're doing something a little bit different, something a little bit more lighthearted, but still disturbing in its own way nonetheless. If you've been watching my videos for a while, you'll know that over a year ago, I did a video about the most feminist magazine to ever have feminismed. The magazine was called Bitch Media, and I apologize for my use of language here. I usually don't swear, especially on my channel, but I did warn you, and that's... That's just what it's called. So in that video, we all had a great time laughing and looking over the articles that dealt with things like body positivity, of course, and empowering abortions. Not even kidding. But since then, I've I've moved on with my life. I'd forgotten about that magazine and I had begun to search out cringe in alternative forms. That is until the other day I was back at my local bookstore and something out of the corner of my eye caught my attention. And PSA, if you currently have children in the room watching this with you, I would advise that they leave now. It's, it's not pleasant. I mean, the content writes itself. No joke. When I said that this was the most feminist magazine to ever exist, I, I was not exaggerating. This is a publication so, so intersectional, it makes a BuzzFeed listicle look like the work of Susan B. Anthony. And I know some of you are probably wondering right now, roaming with everything that's going on in the world, the migrant crisis, Syria, Venezuela, China, spying on everybody. Why are you wasting time looking at some dumb feminist magazine? Who, who cares? And you know what? As much as I would love to just ignore them, trust me, it would be preferable, better for my mental health. Unfortunately, what these people say and do what they think affects us all. You can try your best to ignore intersectional feminism, but intersectional feminism isn't going to ignore you. Behind every preachy Hollywood movie, behind every attempt at passing hate speech legislation, behind every mandatory gender studies class, and every time your cousin brings home some blue-haired girlfriend to a family dinner whom you now have to talk to, there is intersectional feminism. I guess my point is, you gotta know your enemy. So with that being said, let's jump right into it. So what you can see now through the state-of-the-art technology of scanning, if there was a better way to do this, I couldn't think of it. It's not just the articles that make this a super duper feminist magazine. That's right guys, even the ads in here are feminist. You got reusable menstrual cloths, lovely, and plus size jewelry for our, I guess, thick feminist fingers. And in terms of exactly who is behind this obvious piece of art, apparently Bitch Media is quote, a non-profit independent feminist media organization dedicated to providing and encouraging an engaged, thoughtful feminist response to mainstream media and popular culture. Don't worry ladies, we, we probably would have figured that you're not turning a profit from this. Doesn't really seem like a money-making enterprise. All jokes aside though, I since reading this, have been wondering how something so seemingly fringe has access to such mainstream distribution methods. The bookstore I got this in is called Chapters, which is like the Canadian equivalent of Barnes & Noble. This wasn't some Brooklyn indie hipster bookstore. You know, the kind of place where a non-binary, probably vegan cashier might be unironically wearing a Che Guevara shirt while sipping on Starbucks. I don't know, it's just with the kind of flack that I get for being delegitimate media and you have stuff like this being sold across 
across bookstores nationwide. It's just, I, I have questions. But moving quickly along, the first article I would like to bring your attention to details the plight of Chicago's premier anti-capitalist African dom. What does that mean? Let's find out together. So according to this piece, Mistress Velvet, Chicago's premier African dom and a graduate student whose academic work focuses on BDSM as healing for black women, has something to teach you. Velvet makes her clients read a black feminist curriculum as part of their training. We asked her about what she's reading, the music that amps her up, and her not guilty pleasures. I don't know about you guys, but I am positively titillated. So in answering what appears to be a set list of prompts, Mistress Velvet says that I can't wait until the revolution or my next paycheck, whichever comes first, smiley face. And that every day I am inspired by and live in the legacy of my great-great-great-great-grandmother, Ya Asantawa. Hope I'm saying that right and not committing a microaggression here. She was the queen mother of my tribe in Ghana and led the war, the Asante Uprising, against our British colonizers. Okay, assuming that that's true, big if there, does this person don't want to assume how she or they identify, really believe that what her great-great-great-great-great-grandmother did in leading a uprising against colonists is in any way comparable to the life and work of, of a dominatrix. I mean, no hate against dominatrixes, dominatrices, I guess, but just... Are, is this really a, a source of inspiration for for your work here? She also says that my black feminist curriculum for my clients include Audre Lorde and Patricia Hill Collins. These scholars are staples of my own political framework that help my slaves understand who I am as a dom and person. So I was gonna make fun of this, but I mean, seriously, if you are the kind of person who's visiting a dominatrix and I'm guessing likes to be brutalized, tortured, humiliated, and shamed, then black Feminist literature is honestly probably the the best way to do that. Like, no jokes, it's actually, it's probably effective. Apparently the accomplishment she is most proud of is having survived this long under capitalism. I am grateful to be alive every day. I'm sorry, but if, if you're someone whose sole interest and work motivation comes from black feminist theories, then you should, you should be pretty dang happy and count your lucky stars that you do live in a capitalist society where, for some reason, other people value that, okay? Like, seriously, you have no idea how lucky you are. I mean, maybe her skills as a dominatrix do translate into toiling in fields and hunting down zoo animals for sustenance, which is, you know, socialism, gotta love it, but I... I is is this a real is this a real person? And to top it off, she says, I live by the words of my mother, don't trust white men. She also believes that true power comes from anti-capitalism, and says that I describe BDSM, particularly femdom, as healing for black women because it is one of the few spaces under capitalism where I live in my power. We deserve to be worshipped and get reparations, and I find my work to be cathartic and spiritual. I I I wanna make fun of this, but I, I feel like we're already beyond parody. So like I don't I, I don't know what else I can say. Like this is like we've maxed out any possibility for humor just with what they're saying. Then we have the piece reality check, what gets left on Queer Eye's cutting room floor. Apparently the show about a bunch of gay men giving makeovers to other men is not intersectional enough. Never enough. And then finally, for those of you who for some reason are just so into cringe that you are still watching this, we have the photo essay, Bodies Like Oceans. According to Shug McDaniel, the author, 
artist behind this piece, I use that term loosely, Fat bodies are vast and textured, much like the oceans that stretch out from the land. My work deals with the juxtaposition and undeniable sameness of fat bodies and nature, of fat bodies in deep communion with each other, and fat bodies in ethereal states, wildly vulnerable and free. I take deep pleasure in proving over and over again that fat is undeniably art. Okay, that's, that's enough of reading whatever that is. Let's just get to the photos because I know that that is what you beautiful, messed up people are waiting for. If, if you're listening to this in, in audio-only format, which again is available iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, I, I don't know how to describe what, what people are now seeing. Um, roles is probably the word I would use. Next, we have the piece aptly titled Rainbow Rolls. Look at the magnificence, the, the communion between fat and nature. Then we have some some beautiful gender non-specific individuals together in a tub in a in a loving embrace. And I just want all of you to remember that this this is art. If if, if you don't like what you're seeing right now, then just you're you're just a raging bigot. And look just before anyone says that I'm being really mean, I, I have stretch marks actually and I have cellulite. I, I do a lot of people, especially a lot of women, have those things that has to do with the way our fat composition and skin works. Whatever, it's... I, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but at the same time, you, you can have a heavier body, a more textured bottom, and not try to turn it into art and just photograph and plaster it everywhere. That is more what I'm criticizing rather than the individual's bodies specifically. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed or at least found amusing this exploration into intersectional feminist media. And the next time that you make an argument or whatever against feminism and someone on the left tells you that, no, you're, you're strawmanning us, we're not that radical, blah blah blah, just show them this, just anything from this publication. And if you like this video, please give it a thumbs up because I actually, I had to, I had to go to the cash with this. I, I paid for this and it's, it's not about the money it wasn't i mean this was what 10 bucks it's, it's, it's just like the principle i had to pick this up go to somebody and say here's my money i want this do you do you know what that feels like just as a person having to do that but my personal trauma aside that is it for this video i hope you guys are doing well and i'll see you next time